You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. So you think you've got what it takes to join the Alliance. Can you say the same thing when you're pitted against the Emperor's legions of stormtroopers, led by his Sith Enforcer Darth Vader? Mind you, this is the Empire that wiped out the Jedi Order and took over the Republic in a near-perfect coup. The course you will take is a dangerous one, and we are vastly outnumbered. We need beings of courage, intelligence, and strength of will. Commanders Michael Cohen and Matthew Prenke are waiting to debrief you. As veterans of the Clone Wars, they are some of the best. They even survived the Jedi Purge. You are fighting for freedom and hope now. So go on, get moving. Oh, and Rookie, welcome to the Rebellion. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky. Uh, hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, Mike, good to be back, uh, and we weren't necessarily uh, planning to be back so fast, but as it yeah. is with Star Wars and Lucasfilm and, and Disney, sometimes they uh, they drop some bombs on us and they did it again here with just out of the blue, here you go! Yeah, the animated series. That's what we're here to talk about. So yeah, um, Avengers Thursday, exactly. right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, April right? twenty sixth, yeah. the same day that uh, that that uh, Avengers Infinity War uh, was premiering for people who were going to like the early screenings, um, mm-hmm. myself included. Um, so big, big day for a lot of geeks on the internet already, and then Disney drops this news. So yeah. you can imagine my Thursday was pretty solid. That was a pretty good day for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So they, they've announced a new series, uh, Star Wars Resistance. We kind of reported on this already about a month, maybe a month and a half ago. When yeah, it's like the, uh, February. I think. Yeah, when the domain was registered, I believe. Um, right. StarWarsResistance.com. We speculated a bit about what it would be about. And, uh, you know, I think we were pretty close. Um, but, uh, obviously, uh, we couldn't know about some of these original characters and concepts. Um, but, right. uh, let's just, let's just run it down. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so actually, so we'll start with, there's, there's some things we know and some things we don't quite know yet, yeah. but first of all, um, let's start with this, uh, where and when. So we know that we're going to get this thing in the fall of 2018, which, at first, I thought, man, that's that's a that's a kind of surprising. Yeah. But but I did. I remember saying on this podcast that it, I I don't think it would have. I think I was thinking it might have come out around twenty, the end of this year sometime. It, it, if you know, Lucasfilm was really good about, especially now they're they got things in the hopper and things were going. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe a little surprising, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. You have, I think you were probably more surprising than, than I was, Mike. What do you think? I, about the I really thought that we weren't going to see this until the streaming platform was ready to go. Cause right. I figured, you know, um, 
when they announced the John Favreau uh, Star Wars television series, they announced that and said this will be on the Disney streaming platform exclusively, right? Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know, like what better way to launch that platform than with a brand new Star Wars animated series, right? Probably along with a few other new things that are that are in the works at Disney as well. I know they've got um, they've got a. a uh, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers series in the works, um, th- as well as I think a live action movie that they're trying to make too mm. for with those characters. And I would I like I could see that being one of the things that premieres on this network is on this on this new uh, streaming platform as well, right? right. Um, <clears throat> so I really thought that that was the case. Now I have my own theories about what's going on with that as well. But, um, yeah, very surprised to hear that this is coming first to Disney Channel, um, premiering on the Disney Channel in the U.S. and then on Disney XD around the world. Um, So, yeah, it it was a little bit surprising, but also not surprising at all. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's this is absolutely what they should be doing. Uh, Get this series out. You know, um, they don't want to lose momentum on what they have with Star Wars Rebels, I think. Um, Hence why, you know, we go from Star Wars Rebels to Star Wars Resistance. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that 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 evolution is very logical. Um, Yeah. uh, And it it fills a gap. And it fills a gap, too, because after Solo, uh, you know, we're we're a year and a half from another Star Wars property. So. Well, um, we are we are yeah. after after Solo. The next big movie for Disney is um, Ant Man and the Wasp, right? Oh, right, right? And then they mm-hmm. don't have a Marvel or Star Wars movie again until March of 2019, 19, which is yeah. Captain Marvel, right? And then we won't have an yeah, like you said, we won't have a Star Wars movie for a year and a half until until December of 2019. So. Right. Disney, I think, really needs to. They really need to bolster with something because here's the deal. Okay. If they don't have a Marvel movie, if they don't have a Star Wars movie, they don't have any new toys on shelves for Christmas, Mm -hmm. except maybe Wreck It Ralph. But, like, that's it, kind of. I mean, there's a couple other, like, Mary Poppins Returns, but I don't think they're going to have toys for Mary Poppins Returns, right? Like,. They need they do need something this fall. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were originally planning like let's hold this back and that sort of thing and then they were like, nah, let's just let's let's go ahead and reveal this. So we've got May the fourth is coming up on this coming Friday. It's less than a week away. Um <clears throat> interesting that they revealed this a week before that, but I think that what they wanted to do was get this out there and get get the announcement out before the flood of Star Wars stuff that's coming on May May the fourth because I'm sure that they're gonna make a big deal about May the fourth, but I'm hoping that we get to see a little bit more from this series on May the fourth, like a, mm-hmm. even just a little teaser. Um, but uh, we haven't even talked about what the series is about, so let me let me just this is just from StarWars.com. Um, so featuring the high-flying adventure that audiences of all ages have come to expect from Star Wars, Star Wars Resistance, set in a time prior to Star Wars The Force Awakens, will feature the beloved droid BB-8, 
alongside mm-hmm. ace pilots, colorful new characters, and appearances by fan favorites, including Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma, voiced by actors Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie, respectively. Uh, <clears throat> the series cre- created by renowned Lucasfilm veteran Dave Filoni, uh, Lucasfilm animation veteran Dave Filoni, executive produced by Athena Portillo, Justin Ridge, uh, and uh, Brandon Auman, who is new to, to Lucasfilm, um, mm. and art directed by Amy Beth Christensen. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, this is this is such a great team, but I think that the important part here, <clears throat> there's a really, really interesting aspect to this announcement. Series created by renowned Lucasfilm animation veteran Dave Filoni. Yeah. Yeah, executive produced by Athena Portillo, Justin Ridge, and Brandon Auman. So Athena mm-hmm. Portillo worked on Star Wars Clone Wars as well as Star Wars Rebels as executive producer. Um, Justin Ridge on worked on Rebels and Clone Wars as right. well. <clears throat> Brandon Auman uh, is coming over from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, one of my favorite animated series from the last few years. Um, great, great show. Um Dave Filoni, not noted as an executive producer, although I'm sure that he gets an executive credit as as creator. Um, <clears throat> not listed here as supervising director. Right. Very I, interesting. I mean, nobody's nobody's really <clears throat> nobody listed as supervising director. Right. Here, I uh, I don't know. Is Dave Filoni supervising director? Is he's still working on other projects because you'll remember that last year he left rebels in the midst of season or basically at the beginning of season four production um, Mm -hmm. to go do something else. Uh, uh, And he was not, he was still one of the executive producers, but he wasn't supervising director. Um, as a matter of fact, I think Justin Ridge took over for him, didn't he? He took over. Yes, yeah. He did. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that this is really interesting that they're not using that term supervising director in reference to Dave Filoni. They're just referring to him as creator. Um, mm. And that leads me to think that possibly Dave is still working on something else because we've heard rumors that there's more than one animated series in the works. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe there's another animated series. I'm leaning towards the idea that maybe he's working on some films um, because we don't know what the next few films are. Um, and honestly, I think that the story, uh, uh, the continuing story of of Sabine, um, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, and Ezra is better told in a series of three films than it is in a television series. Mm-hmm. Um I think that that would be incredible if they went off and did Star Wars, the unknown regions or something like that. And, and that was the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, but focusing on Star Wars resistance, this idea that we're, we're basically going to be following a young pilot, um, Kazuda Ziono is, yes. uh, or Kazuda, right? It, I, we'll have to wait and see how his name is pronounced. Probably, it's probably Kazuda, because the other part of this is that it's this is going to be very anime-inspired. Um, mm-hmm. Amy Beth Christensen coming on as art director is 
uh, is huge. So Amy Beth Christensen's been working on she she's been around since the Clone Wars, um, and she was a uh, uh, concept artist on Clone Wars, and I think like she was very responsible for the style and and um, design of of Star Wars Rebels, but I don't know that she was the uh, that she was art director. Um, I'd have to double check that, but um, knowing Amy Beth Christensen's style and and following her on social media and stuff, this series from what we've seen in this one still already looks to be like this is this is totally her style, um, mm-hmm. this anime style, and it, it's to me I get a lot of like uh, Hayao Miyazaki's style so if you're familiar with Miyazaki's like Totoro and uh, Princess Mononoke that sort of thing um, if you look at BB-8 the only character that we've seen um, his proportions are very different from how he is in the film um, mm. his 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 little head is uh, actually quite a bit larger than the film version of BB-8 um, and then just the way that this is um cell shaded the 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 really like harsh painted style of of shadows mm-hmm. um it's just i and that ship when you look at it and sort of just the color palette i get a very uh miyazaki vibe from this so i'm really excited about that that out of everything i'm the most excited that oscar isaac's voicing poe dameron but yeah, i yeah that's uh, pretty cool but realistically yeah. that means that poe dameron is in the series premiere and probably the season finale um but not in every episode um but yeah the most exciting part of this absolutely 100 percent, is the style um i can't wait to see this in motion i can't wait to see the uh the actual character designs um uh, the i i'm i'm all in on this one just like solo i'm all i look I had a, a bit of a mini argument with my friend Jeff uh, on Thursday night going into to Infinity War, and he he's not psyched about Solo, and he thinks it's going to be a bad movie because there were reports that there was an acting coach on set, and you know uh, they had to switch directors and blah blah blah. Um, first of all, first in regards to Solo, the fact that they brought a, a acting coach on set means that hopefully that enhanced the performance so yeah yeah, it should that should make the performance better um uh the other thing is that like bringing ron howard in i think saved that movie um and i think that uh that that's uh that's a positive not a negative um but he was talking about this idea that and because he doesn't like the last jedi and he's he's not liking the way that Solo is looking, and he had a lot of problems with the Clone Wars, and because it ruined some of the novels and blah blah blah. Like Jeff and I are good friends, but we disagree on a lot of things when it comes to Star Wars. Um, and he very much represents the fans that are out there, and I don't lump you in with this, Matt, because I know that you have your problems with the Last Jedi, but ultimately you yeah. like it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like ultimately, you you regard it as a good film. You just would have done different things with Luke Skywalker. So that is that to me is the is the right way to talk about it and to think about it is like, well, you know, I mean, like if it were up to me, Luke Skywalker would have been a very different character. But I see what they were doing. I see what they were going for. 
I know it took you a little while to get there and I had to, I had to walk <laughs> yeah. you there for, for a portion of it, but, but you're reasonable <laughs> about it. Right. Um, yeah, there are a yeah. lot of fans out there that, that are looking at everything and going like with this hugely critical eye and going, going, Oh, this is not good. This is not what I want. This blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and, and Jeff was talking about like, Oh, you can totally tell that Disney is getting ready to fire Kathleen Kennedy and replace her with somebody else. That's why they haven't announced any other movies and that's why they haven't bubbled this and that. And they're, they're just putting solo out to put it out and then they're just going to bury it and all these things. And I'm like, I don't know what planet you're on. Star Wars has never been healthier. They've never been producing more stuff. The Mm -hmm. movies are making more money than any other films. Solo is going to make a lot of money. It's going to do just fine. Well mm-hmm. enough to justify them doing another three movies with Alden Ehrenreich and spinning Lando off into his own film series. And I mean, like, don't like I'm not worried about Lucasfilm and their like portfolio. You know what I mean? And Star Wars mm-hmm. Resistance, it's like this is exactly what Star Wars needs right now, right? I <clears throat> we need to come out of the OT time period. I, Rebels was perfect. Like I Rebel I have no problems with Rebels. But mm-hmm. we need to come out of that time period. We need to come into something new and exciting. We need to get the hell away from the Clone Wars and and the OT um and into the new era. So Star Wars Resistance episode 9 uh the Galaxy's Edge these are all things that take place in the sequel era, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like that is that's the thing is that Disney is doubling down on that now that they know that it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that you're going to see a lot more of that. I think that I think that we're going to see a focus away from OT and classic characters, and we're going to start seeing a, more of a focus on. Um, on sequel characters as well, the sequel era, as well as um, completely new characters, um, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited. Like th- this, yeah, we've got two returning characters, and I'm sure because this is Resistance related that Leia is somehow involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I, I would imagine that they were planning to involve Carrie Fisher with that, and then obviously now they can't. Right. Um. But yeah, I I I think that this is a step in the right direction. I think that this is a hundred percent the right the right mm-hmm. move. Um, this is exactly what I wanted, um, and it's just got such a great vibe already for me. Um, I'm I'm super pumped for this. How, how do you feel about it, Matt? Yeah, I think uh, you talked about first of all. Um, it looks like we're going to be around the same twenty-two minute arc. The Kenobi will kind of. Um, confirm that so we're, we're looking at a like we, we've seen in the past clone wars and the rebels mm-hmm. uh that, that as far as the time yep. don't know how many episodes yet uh, that'll probably come out later on but um the, the time pre- the time period you mentioned that so we're talking like you said prior to the force awakens yep. not exactly sure i mean that's a pretty broad time frame obviously you know yep. from from jedi to but um it's hard to say where this is going to be i'm guessing it's going to be uh, you know, talking about this pilot who is kind of going after the first order, the growing threat of the first order. 
Yeah. So maybe, um, I don't know, it's hard to say, maybe right in the middle there. I, I, you know, it depends on where, you know, when does the first order actually start forming? I, I don't know if we exactly know that yet. I know there's some books out there that I haven't read, like Bloodline and um, I guess the Phasma novel. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some there's some clues in there where this could be since Phasma is in this show. And like you said, Poe Dameron. Um, and, and I don't know, you know, I was going to ask you about the 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 animation style because I don't know anime that well. Um, yep. My only really introduction to to uh, to animated stuff is when I was a kid. And then obviously now as watching the Clone Wars. Yeah. So that was the one thing that was concerning me was the was the animation style. And I was thinking to myself, you know, is this going to be too, um, I don't, I don't know if I, cartoony is the right word to say, but is this going to, is this going to be serious? And I think that was my main concern is, um, it's not going to be a, uh, this is going to be like a, a serious canon oh, yeah. story. No, this, so, this yeah. is going to have the same tone as star Wars rebels. I guarantee that right, right now. I guarantee that right now. This is, Clone Wars to Rebels was a big shift um, in tone and style and all of that sort of thing. I think that Resistance is going to be a spiritual successor to Star Wars Rebels. And mm-hmm. Clone War, uh, Rebels was not a spiritual successor to the Clone Wars. And that's this is the thing. So this is why I think that Dave Filoni is off working on something else as well. Because I think that he is working on a spiritual successor to the clone wars and that Mm. story i think is a much more adult grounded um gritty story because go back and watch the clone wars as a matter of fact on friday you guys are going to get your first episode of clone wars special edition with matt and i uh where we're going to go back and we're going to be watching ambush so right from the get-go with ambush yeah there's a lot of comedy in that with the with the 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 battle droids but it's also very serious and very adult in its tone and then we're going to do the malevolence trilogy the next week again super adult and serious with its tone and clone wars got even grittier and darker as it went on and i mean like when you think about season five and you think about uh uh the the mall uh mandalorian trilogy uh, or yeah. arc it's not a trilogy it's four episodes um that arc i mean like that is that to me that is one of my favorite star wars movies when i put those four episodes together like that's the thing about the clone wars i can't say that about star wars rebels star wars rebels is a tv series right but there are arcs in clone wars that feel like films Mm -hmm. and i feel like you could take clone wars and you could pull like this arc this arc this arc this arc this arc this arc and i think you've got about six movies there that tell the story of the clone wars from start to finish right and that you don't really need to everything else is just kind of in there because it's in there but like there are really like six maybe seven nuggets of like these are really really important stories that need to be told in the star wars galaxy everything else is just fun adventure right Mm -hmm. Um, Star Wars Rebels, although it has some really fascinating stuff in, in terms of, of the Force and that sort of thing, it is that at no point in time do I go like, there's like a movie there and like a movie there. No, it's a TV series start to finish. That's not a bad thing. It's just a very different tone, right? Right. 
Um, and I think that resistance is going to be the same. It's going to have fun. It's going to, and I honestly, I think that rebels had less comedy and was less kitty than clone wars was at its silliest and kittiest, right? Mm -hmm. Because clone wars had episodes like, like ambush and like, um, like the, the Padawan arc and like the much maligned droid arc from season five, um, that were like very like kid centric, um, comedy focused. I mean, the Jar Jar Banks episodes, which I mean, we've talked about it. Like, I love the the two parter, the Jar Jar Banks two parter with Mace Windu. I mean, like that that is great, but it is that is very childish at times, right? Um, right. I don't think that Rebels. The only thing that comes to mind when I think about that is the Puffer Pig episode. That's it. That's the only time that I think Rebels ever got that silly. And that's one episode out of four seasons, right? I think that the majority of the time that uh, that Star Wars Rebels was sitting pretty firmly in a New Hope territory. And every once in a while might dip to Empire or Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. <clears throat> But yeah, I think that Resistance is going to absolutely follow that. I think that Resistance is going to be very similar in tone to The Force Awakens. Um I and and I and that the the Miyazaki thing Matt, I'll give you a couple of Miyazaki films to go watch and yeah. I think that you'll understand yeah. where I'm coming from and and one of them that I think that you'll actually probably enjoy is is um uh, Lupin the Lupin the 3rd uh uh Castle of Cagliostro is what it's like the movie is called, but it's from a series of manga and anime called Lupin the Third. Um, and it's like he's like a kind of a detective treasure hunter kind of character. And and I think that you'll see in that that like, yes, it's animated. Yes, it's Japanese. It's anime. But it is an adult movie like it is. It's a it's it's kind of the tone of like an Indiana Jones sort of thing um indiana jones crossed with james bond that's kind of what uh, castle caliostro is is Mm -hmm. in tone and i think that that um you'll see that that anime is not necessarily um it's not necessarily dragon ball it's not necessarily naruto it's not necessarily you know like the okay. the sort of yeah. um pokemon and that sort of thing like it like That's that where i was thinking yeah those right, gotcha. are those are children's programs from japan like that's the thing is that anime is painted with a very broad brush in the united states and 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 north america right. and sort of the western world but okay. in japan animation is just as varied as it is here right where you've got big movies like disney movies and then you've got tv series like i uh, i uh, uh, like what i mentioned like dragon ball and dragon ball z and naruto etc um but a lot of those those tv shows are actually geared towards kids <clears throat> like like young kids and teenagers mm-hmm. there is also very very adult anime um, stuff like uh, Attack on Titan is is for older teenagers, young adults, um, and and that is sort of a, a tone that I don't even think that that Star Wars can go that dark. 
Attack mm-hmm. on Titan can be pretty heavy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, people get eaten by giant monsters. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, anime is it like like saying that it's anime inspired, and it's an anime inspired style. I think that the storytelling will be Star Wars storytelling. When I look at the people that are that that are running this, I and mean, we've got Athena Patillo, uh, uh, Justin Ridge, Brandon Auman, uh, I think. Brandon Elman brings a little bit more fun to it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was uh, was a very fun, silly show, but it also had a pretty epic storyline. The Ninja Turtles going into outer space, and um, uh, I mean it, that show got dark at times. That that show got very dark. Shredder's storyline was very intensely dark. Um, one an example of that, and this is kind of spoilers for season one of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but. You've had your chance. It's like the series is over. It's like five seasons long. Um, five or six, I think. Uh, Shredder's daughter, Karai, is actually Splinter's daughter. Hmm. And when Shredder murdered or tried to murder Splinter and uh, accidentally ends up killing Splinter's wife, who Shredder is also in love with, um, like they he basically like sets their house on fire and she dies in the fire. Sh- uh, I, I, Hamato Yoshi, who becomes Splinter, is presumed dead, um, although he escapes and becomes Splinter. Um, and Splinter assumes that his daughter also died in the fire with his wife, but the Shredder took the daughter. And then raised her as his own. Like that's that's the sort of storytelling that was going on in Ninja Turtles, a show for yeah, children. It's pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's pretty intense stuff. And yeah. like that's a that's a through line all the way until the end of the series. Um and and at one point, you know, uh, I won't get into anything else because maybe people want to go watch that show. But uh yeah, like it, like Ninja Turtles had some really, really serious stuff in it. It also had it was Ninja Turtles, so it was like, oh, we're fighting Muckman or whatever you know like it's like like they it got pretty silly too but mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah i think that this is gonna be pretty standard star wars fare especially what we've come to expect from the animated stuff um and then like the inspiration right i'll read this out this is what dave filoni said the idea for star wars resistance came came out of my interest in world war ii aircraft and fighter pilots my grandfather was a pilot, and my uncle flew and restored planes, so that's been a big influence on me. There's a long history of high-speed racing in Star Wars, and I think we've captured that sense of excitement in an anime-inspired style, which is something the entire team has been wanting to do for a long time. So that right there, to me, is everything that, that I think we need yeah. to know. It's like, this mm-hmm. is... And we know, like, Star Wars, the style of action, the Starfighter action, was... George Lucas went to World War II footage and World War II, um, uh, yeah. uh, like sort of dogfighter movies, and he yeah. cut that footage together to show ILM th- these are the these are the moves I want you guys to do with the cameras, right? Like mm-hmm. this is what you guys need to film. Right. So Dave Filoni going like this is coming out of an interest for of World War II aircraft and fighter pilots. That to me is like. There you go. Like this is coming out of the same 
place that Star Wars came out of originally. And then that personal connection that he has to his uncle who flew in restored planes and his grandfather who was a pilot. I mean, like that, they, I think that there's going to be a real, um, like Veritas, a real, like, like, like legitimacy to this storytelling. It's, it's coming from a very genuine place. And I think yeah. that's going to be yeah. a good <laughs> asset to this. You know, talking about the you were talking about the animation style and and I've always been up for what they did with the Clone Wars and Rebels. I'd like the change in the style and I yeah. always like what they've done. They've, they've really knocked it out of the park for me. I, I loved it. So I think now listening to you, I'm like, OK, I'm not really concerned about the animation style. I think it was more this inspiration influence that got me. First of all, it was knowing that Dave Filoni is behind this. I'm like, OK, yep. whatever they do, Filoni's behind it. It's you know, it's he's it's earned got, our trust. Yeah, he's yeah. earned that. You're exactly right. And this inspiration influence yeah. was another thing that I read. I go, wow, that's really cool. Because same thing, he, you know, he's talking about World War Two aircraft. I'm definitely into that. My grandfather was a B-25 pilot. So I've seen a, a bunch of not a bunch. I've seen a few videos of him and pictures of him flying. And it's a fascinating time frame. But it, to use that as an inspiration, super cool. So I'm really excited to see that. And that's the, the thing that really yeah. pulled me into this. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be this will be really cool to see this. Um, so I'm excited about that. You, you mentioned the main character, too. So uh, as far as the characters are going here. Yeah. Um, Kazuda Ziono. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if we know exactly yet if it's male or female. Um, I, I'm, I guess I'm going to guess it's a. A male, this guy, uh, Christopher Sean, who is uh, of Japanese ancestry. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did a little research. I don't know if you've seen this, Mike. Um, he is he is one of the voice actors. And I think personally, I think this might be the main character. Uh, oh, yeah, that's talking, absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. Think so? I, yeah. I think I think you're I think you're on the right path. Uh, yeah. So Kazuda is a, a it's a made up name. Uh, I don't think that it's an actual Japanese name. Not in my experience, at least. Um, mm -hmm. and I mean, like I've, I've, I've been pretty hardcore into anime at times and, and, and Japanese, <laughs> uh, culture and that sort of thing. So it sounds like Kazda sounds an, an awful lot like a Japanese name. Kazda Ziono is a very like star Wars Japanese name, True. like yeah. Sato, right? Um, yeah. yeah, Sato is a Japanese name, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I think that, um, that, that you're, you're on the right track. Christopher Sean, I think will be voicing this character. Kazuda sounds like a very male name. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I, I, as much as I would love to see it be, uh, a, a, a female led series, I, 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 I think that, that when you think about the, the inspiration that that's kind of mm -hmm. just where that's going to come from right um yeah. dave what dave filoni is talking about um right yeah he so actually, he actually posted a uh an instagram thing this uh christopher sean and that even kind of reassured me that yeah. um or confirmed like oh maybe he's like he's super excited about being in the star wars family if you go to his uh instagram you, he has just a quick little five second hey i'm in the star wars family look yeah for, you know uh, fall, so. all of these people all everybody that's yeah. been announced so christopher sean Susie mcgrath scott lawrence uh myrna velasco josh brenner uh, donald Faison, bobby moynihan jim rash rachel butera they mm. are all like so in uh, i especially i mean like i gotta give huge shout out to donald Faison because he is a yeah. huge huge Big star fan. wars fan 
And yeah. so this is a this is a long time coming, I think, the, uh, him finally getting to voice a character. Uh, Bobby Moynihan, also huge Star Wars fan. Uh, mm-hmm. Moynihan, awesome on DuckTales. Uh, my favorite of the triplets, uh, Louis. Um, he does such a good job on DuckTales, so I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to this. Jim Rash, like that's huge for me. I love Jim Rash. He's so yeah. great. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think that this is a great cast. I think that we're in for for some good stuff. And when I see Donald Faison, Bobby Moynihan, Jim Rash, Josh Brenner as well, um, that that right there is the comedy. One of those four people is playing a droid, and one of those four people is playing an mm-hmm. alien. Guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed. Right yeah. now, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do know Faison and and Moynihan. Obviously, I know Moynihan from Saturday Night yeah. Live. I didn't. I didn't even know you did Ducktail stuff. So uh, he's fantastic on Saturday Night Live. Obviously, Faison is a huge fan. We've seen him around. Actually, yeah. he was. I believe he did something. Uh, maybe voices for um, uh, the Seth Green series. If I if I remember right, we never I'm saw pretty, that. Yeah, see. I think that he was going to be doing voices for for Star Wars detours because Donald yeah. Faison's big good friends with Seth Green. He's kind of part of that crew, right? right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and. Uh, uh, he has done uh, work on Robot Chicken Star Wars. Um, so it's not, this isn't like his first taste of Star Wars, but this is his first, I think, official. And I think this will be his own character, right? Like, I don't, he's not going to be right. doing a version of an existing character or, you know, Stormtrooper number two uh, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, this is, he's going to have his own character. And I think that that's a big deal. For Donald Faison is like now he's part of the Star Wars Finally, galaxy, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm it's really like, excited for him yeah, and yeah. really excited sort of by proxy because that's that's the, this is the thing is that is that like same as Freddie Prince, right? When Freddie Prince got got the role of of Kanan when he was cast as that character, it was like, oh, Freddie Prince is a huge Star Wars fan. This is gonna be yeah. good. You like that? Like like that's going to be a, a great. Um, uh, uh, marriage of of fan and character and all that like he's going to make sure that everybody else is on point because it's important to him he knows the stakes right mm-hmm. and oh, I think yeah. that this is another case of that like Donald Faison's going to be the guy and Bobby Moynihan I think are going to be the guys in the room going like hey this is Star Wars <laughs> like yeah. come on yeah. you, you <laughs> got you got you got to do it yeah. right this is Star Wars so exactly. yeah um, yeah Guess I mean, like you said, the stars, the the main character, uh, and in the fact you mentioned this earlier, you get Oscar Isaac and Gwen and Christie coming back to voice. Yep. I mean, that just that that's, that's that little extra touch that yeah, you know, you don't expect it, but it's so nice to have the original voices, you know, or you know, actors doing the voices. I just I love that when they do that, and they're really good about getting these guys to come back. Like you said, we might only see them for a, a couple times uh, throughout a season yeah. or whatever. But it's still, it's just that little extra that they don't have to do, but it's so nice that they do it. So, um, but yeah, shoot, what else? I mean, we talked about the production talent, the time period, uh, where you can watch it, the cast, the, the characters. Yeah. Um, we don't know exactly, like, as far as, obviously, they didn't say how many seasons and anything like that. Um, but I, I would imagine if you're going to put this much effort into it, yeah, uh, this isn't going to be like a one, one season thing. It's got to be a couple seasons, so... Uh, we don't know how many episodes yet either. We do know they're 22 a minute episodes like we talked about, but, uh, no, it's no information on, um, 
season length or anything like that. So we'll see. No. Hopefully, yeah. like you said, hopefully we'll see something um, by the end of the week. Yeah. Some, yeah, something more. I mean, I'd love to get just a little taste of what this thing's going to look like or sound yeah. like. Uh, I can't wait to see that. So yeah. Uh, right now, it's just kind of wait and see. Kind of wait for that. No, wait for that thing to drop. You know, wait, wait for yeah, some, absolutely. Uh, some information. So I guess that's uh, is that all we got for now? I mean, it, like I said, it's. You know, we thought there wasn't much, but there's quite a bit out there. If you look for it, there's some there's some yep. bits out there. There's some tidbits. So if you go cool. follow all these yeah. actors and stuff on social media, you might be able to yeah. pick up a few tidbits. And uh, definitely yeah. make sure that you're following Tracy Canobio. If for anybody that that doesn't follow her, she's the she she does the PR for Lucasfilm and specifically for the animation stuff. So uh, yeah, like she tends to drop little little pieces here and there. But follow like all these people that that are mentioned in this article. <clears throat> on starwars.com um and uh, and you might you'll pick up news as it kind of comes out but we'll make sure to to keep our eyes peeled over the course of the next week um <clears throat> we'll be back i uh, uh on friday on may the 4th star wars day uh with our first episode of our uh clone wars special edition where we'll be going back and re-watching all of season one so that matt can talk about season one for the first time on a <laughs> podcast um <clears throat> so yeah look forward to that starting with ambush um coming out on friday uh <clears throat> yeah uh, season one leading up to our 10th anniversary that's Our right. 10th wow. anniversary <laughs> so of Frontline's The Clone Wars podcast starting. Wow. 10th anniversary of The Clone Wars premiering. Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess that's it for this episode, though. Yeah? Anything else you yeah, want to talk about? Yeah, that's it, man. No, nothing no. else. Like, we, we got the Solo coming up uh, besides you know the Clone Wars stuff, so I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll talk Solo. Uh, yeah, well, and we'll have a Solo time. spoiler cast on, oh, on right. the Thunderquack yeah. podcast, for so sure. look Definitely. forward for that. Yeah. Um, we've got a, a Infinity War spoiler cast coming up that I just let everybody know about. So that'll be on YouTube uh, for free for everybody uh, sometime probably Tuesday. And then uh, if you're a Patreon supporter at the $5 level and above, you can get the MP3. So you get basically the podcast version of that. Um, so that's all coming. That's coming. It's going to be, this is going to be a big week, actually. It was, there's a bunch of stuff coming in this next week because um, we've got. Star Wars Day. We just had Avengers. We've got Resistance to talk about. We've got lots of cool yeah. stuff coming up. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. As always, you can stay up to date with all the latest Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com. That is cell with one L R E B E L C E L S dot com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash rebels podcast and on Twitter at rebels podcast. Um, and uh, of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at arkwolf a r k w u l f, and Matt is at the crankster. That is crankster with a K. Mm. Uh, and we're part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Uh, head to thunderquack.com uh, to check out all the other great podcasts in the network. Uh, and uh, if you want to support us, you can do that in two ways. First, by heading to uh, store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. We got some cool stuff up there. We got the the Canaan. Uh, 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 inspired t-shirt we got a, a, a phoenix inspired t-shirt um and we got a t-shirt i shouldn't say t-shirt you can buy all sorts of stuff you can buy a coffee mug you can buy a, a phone case a pillow all sorts of things um and of course the other way to support us is by heading to patreon.com thunderquack and uh supporting us there uh with a with a monthly 
pledge uh, that gets you access to cool rewards like the exclusive Thunderquack podcast, as well as, like I mentioned, the MP3 version of our roundtables and spoiler casts, um, and uh, and and some other cool stuff, the Facebook group, uh, all sorts of things. Facebook fans got a sneak peek at the new rebrand, which is coming for oh, Thunderquack. Yeah. Um, sure. We've got a sort of a soft relaunch. There's not really... Uh, I don't. I'll. I'm going to be putting out an, an episode to announce the changes to Thunderquack. Um, and if you went to thunderquack.com right now, you would see a website that is not currently complete because <laughs> I'm in the middle mm. of of rebuilding that um, with all the new stuff. But uh, uh, we got some changes coming, and uh, there's nothing huge, so I don't want people to get like too excited. We don't have any like huge announcements, but you know we're it's 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 a good move forward we're we're making some good good moves forward for the remainder of 2018 and the future and uh uh stay tuned to thunderquack.com and uh and the thunderquack podcast and patreon and everything for some of those changes coming uh sort of in the next couple weeks um but uh but if you're a, a patreon supporter and you're in the facebook group you've already seen a sneak peek of what that's going to be so mm. uh awesome that's it for this episode like i said we will be back on friday may the 4th star wars day with our first episode of uh the clone wars special edition um uh but that's it for this week or for this episode uh thank you guys for listening we'll see you on the next one